0: Chapter 2 In the dining area of the reception hall, where Qualdor and Sunny chose to celebrate their union, Jarab and his wife, together with Valtor and Una, could not contain their overwhelming approval of the lavish decor set before them. Everything their eyes met inspired gratitude and praises for the reception staff who put it all together. The parents were breathless as they viewed the golden chandeliers glimmering above their heads and felt the warm glow radiating from every candle burning bright throughout the hall. The day's glorious festivities were sumptuous in every detail imaginable. Each table was draped with the finest white linen and adorned with shimmering pearls along the edge like a necklace. Placed alongside each table were golden chairs with white, gilt-embroidered cushions. Each place setting was composed of colored plates with ivory-handled gold utensils, which gleamed discreetly in the surrounding candlelight. The parents were impressed that their children chose this hall for their special day, since it was the only one with a crystal floor where marine life could be viewed in its fullness. The event began when the conductor drew the attention of the disciplined orchestra with a wave of his baton. Soon the Melody, Sunny chose to guide her steps into the reception hall and toward her future husband, engulfed the room as sweetly as a bird's song. After so many rehearsals, Jerob instinctively knew this music was his cue to take his daughter's arm and walk her toward this long-awaited destiny. While the other parents strolled to their arranged seating, Jerob observed his daughter one last time before walking down the aisle. He was impressed with her uniqueness and self-confidence as she stood in her wedding attire. Sunny made an unconventional choice to wear garments that resembled those worn by people from India. Both Sunny and Qualdor enjoyed the comfort of these clothes. They requested that all guests in attendance dressed in full Indian regalia as well. Sunny was a vision of purity in her long, silky white pants that covered her feet completely. Interspersed throughout her trousers were matching pearls that shimmered with every step she wore an indian style blouse with sleeves that fell delicately beyond her wrist a pearled band crowned her thick wavy black hair while a matching white veil descended down the length of her back when she moved the left sleeve of her blouse pulled away to reveal a very precious gift from her parents for this special occasion a gold band with golden stones set tightly in between perfectly rounded pearls, delicately encircled her wrists. As she walked, the hem of her pants flowed back to reveal her feet laced into matching pearl-covered sandals. Jerob wrapped his arm around hers as they smiled lovingly at each other and took their first steps toward her future. Perfection unfolded as two snow-colored mammals, likely male and female sperm whales, swam below the glass where Jared and Sunny walked, giving the impression they were being carried by the gliding mammals toward the golden stage where Qualor stood waiting. The audience stared in awe at the timing of this magnificent sight and began clapping with excitement. Walder stood mesmerized at the top of the stage appreciating everything his eyes beheld the minister smiling like a proud parent himself stood toward the rear of the stage Walder looked at Sunny from head to toe breathless his eyes followed her as she came closer to him she sparkled with every step as the candlelight the pearls from her clothes and the love in her eyes all glistened in unison. Walder slipped his hand into the pockets of his loose-fitting, golden silk trousers held up by a thin, gilded belt at his waist. They flowed over his feet, covering most of his sandals. His white shirt, embroidered with gold details, reached down to the top of his belt. He pulled out of his pocket an oyster, that once contained a large, beautifully smooth pearl, and now held Sonny's wedding ring. He opened the shell and took one last look at the ring resting atop a miniature white pillow. Looking at the golden band topped with glittering diamonds and interspersed with iridescent pearls, his mind was more convinced than ever that no jewel could ever compare in value to what Sonny's love was worth to him. Jerob and Sonny arrived at the bottom step of the stage, and the two white sperm whales continued their migration. Qualdor walked down the steps to bring his future wife onto the stage with him. At the bottom steps, Qualdor and his soon to be father in law shook hands and patted each other's shoulders, nodding in agreement with this union. As Gerard walked back to stand beside his wife, Qualdor took his bride by both hands and brought her to the very top of the golden stage with him. When they reached the top, the orchestra's song stopped so that the next part of the ceremony could begin. Qualdor, and Sonny now faced the minister to embrace their commitment and seal this vow of love to each other. The minister was a short and portly man who was loved by everyone in the community. It took him a few minutes to get started, and just when it appeared that he was about to speak, a memory flashed through his mind and his lips curled upwards into a wide, grinning smile. He remembered visiting both Walder and Sonny's parents when they were newborns. Both mothers placed their infants in each of his arms, and in unison, both babies wet the minister's arms, leaving his vestments completely wet. They all laughed at this conspired prank by the newborns on the unsuspecting minister. From birth, it was evident that these two adventurous and wily souls were destined for for one another. Now standing before him as mature adults ready to ready to begin a life together, the minister was beaming with happiness to bless their union. he chuckled some and cleared his throat before commencing his sermon. he spoke of unconditional love and the selflessness that comprises marriage before the couple recited their vows. afterward the minister asked him, the all-important marital question to which Sonny answered, I do. But right at the moment Qualdor opened his mouth to answer, there was a sound like thunder that shook the globe with a violent vibration. The quake-like movement detached the very bottom step of the stage where the three stood, causing Qualdor's and Sonny's feet to lean back and dig into the stage for support. Walder held Sonny's hand tightly as they braced themselves. The chubby minister teetered back and forth, trying to keep himself from falling. Another thunderous shock rocked the globe. It was quickly followed by another violent motion that loosened the second step of the stage and sent all in the reception hall into a panic confusion. Qualder and Sonny held each other's hands tighter as they dug their feet even deeper into the stage to keep from falling. Qualder noticed that the portly minister was falling forward and quickly threw his arm under the minister's chest. Gritting his teeth and pushing the minister's body upwards, he was able to bring his hand up to the minister's shoulders and hold him up. Just as Qualdor got the minister into a stable position, another explosion hit their home. This time, many people tobbled, toppled over like paper dolls. Chandeliers crashed down, barely missing the guests. Many of the tables tipped on their sides while the gilded stage fell down flat. Unable to balance, the minister tumbled onto his back while Qualdor and Sunny landed on their knees.